It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Friday, February 24th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Friday edition. Felt like a felt like a long week, even though it was a short week. Think yeah, maybe the weather. Said, the weather definitely does that. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people being like, "It's only Thursday, and yeah. it's all short week." Yeah, it's it's been brutally cold here, snowy. It's kind of that way across much of Canada right now. I'd like to give a shout out to all the portable heaters that have kept me warm. Yeah, uh, the one in here has made a huge difference in comparison to last time when we came in. And it was 12 degrees in the studio, and yep. you're still bundled right up, though. I know. I'm actually you know, quite warm. Canada I was just too lazy to take out my parka. Big wool underneath there. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> actually, I found this sweater. My mom made it for me. Oh, nice. She knitted it. It's this big ass like cowichan sweater. She calls it. Okay. Look at this thing. That's great. Oh, that looks warm as hell. Oh man, it's a I, great sweater. I found it in my in my closet, and I hadn't remembered I had it. And I'm like, this is the sweater for cold days. Like, what am I doing? Nothing quite like a handmade sweater, or a oh, blanket, God, or just the yeah. love that goes into it. It's so much. I can feel the love. Very I can nice. Feel it. Yeah. Very nice. Um, one thing I I have noticed is that the days are getting a bit longer. They are. Um, it's just been too cold to be out and enjoy it really. But my, even my boys are like, what? It's still light out. It's almost bedtime. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're slowly getting there. Sneaking Lots up on us, almost March. Yeah. Uh, today on the show, we're going to talk a little baseball. Buck and Pat, a rare off-season appearance from Buck and Pat. A baseball. Shauna's got some tips for booking flights, something you should avoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, a type of snobs. Pizza chat, because it's Friday. Of course. We're going to play some infectious laughter for you. Dynamic ticket pricing. The devil. <laughs> We're that talk. was really good. Hard-hitting <laughs> news right there. The devil. The devil. Dynamic ticket pricing is the devil. Uh, we'll talk not necessarily about this story that happened uh, this past week, but kind of the effect of it, I think. You certainly saw the story, but maybe didn't think about it in this way. Uh, Terry of the Month nominee and uh, something that might get us in a little trouble after your out-of-context clip of the show. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware or not, but uh, on Wednesday, it was Ash Wednesday for Catholics. Yes, right. So on Ash Wednesday, Catholics, they take the ashes, I think from burned palm leaves, and then they make a cross on their forehead. Uh, And a social media friend of mine, he's a pretty devout Catholic, and he posted this photo from a big church service he was at with the black cross of ashes on his forehead. Yeah. And he referred to it as his hashtag. (laughs) <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That's pretty good. It's got, got my ash tag. I mean, I don't yes. know if someone would find that offensive, but... No, I, th- no, I, think, I think he's it's good. Yeah. doing his best to bring the church into the 21st century here. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> with uh, the lingo from the kids. Yeah. Mixed with a bit of Catholicism. That's a good way of doing it, for sure. I think so. Keeping up on the trends. That fun youth pastor energy. Yeah, you know, for you sure. Know, you know who had the most followers, Shauna? Oh, my God. I'd be Jesus. The most followers. Jesus gets all the verification he needs from God. In fact, you might say Jesus went viral before anyone else. Christianity was actually the original dank meme. We follow Jesus because God slides into his DMs directly. <laughs> but he's the same guy. He slides into his own DMs. He does, yeah. But we, we listen to the message. It's good. Jesus had so much riz. I actually prefer to call him Jesus Crizzed. Oh, God. What do you call it when Graham the Apostle appears suddenly? 
Instagram. Oh, my. Yeah, you know, I just wish more people would turn off the Kardashians and turn on the Corinthians. I am The Colossians. Oh, my God. The Ephesians. These are my kind of influencers. Yep. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I've got a Terry of the Month nominee, if I could, Beckler. Ah, we're coming down to the end of February. Get it in there. Yes. Sneak it under the wire. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to toss it right in there. Shove it in. (laughs) Uh, Ontario, of course, has been dummied with snow, just like everywhere else, basically. Uh, So there are all these videos from the last couple of days where there's cars stuck everywhere because a lot of people in Ontario don't have winter tires because mm. they don't necessarily need it very often. So when this type of thing happens, they probably aren't used to driving in heavy snow. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they interviewed a, a real Ontario Terry on the news yesterday. An Ontario? An Ontario. He was wearing a, a red plaid shirt and he had a bandana around his neck and he didn't have many teeth and had what looked to be a really nice mullet beneath this really dirty ball cap. Yeah. And so... He only lets that thing loose on the weekends. That's absolutely it. So they were interviewing him about this, and uh, it's funny because he he swore during the interview, clearly. Because at one point, you just hear silence, and then it cuts away from him, so you can't actually see his mouth moving, and then it cuts back, and I'm like, oh, Terry, of course you did. I have a little clip here. It's not a great recording, but here's Terry. They call them all-season tires. They shouldn't call them all-season tires. All-season tires are good for California. This year's Canada, right? So you can't, you can't get up a hill with all these tires. Put winter tires on your car. And then, oh my God. did you hear the car? Good Eastern accent right at the end there, too. All season tires. So Terry's really <laughs> mad about the whole all season tire debacle. What's a, going on up there? It was such a long swear, too. Oh, they were gone was, for a while. Oh, yeah. They? Like just do, to do, to do. This is coming back. Canada. This is. This year's. What did he say? Was it like a a, com- a combo of swears? I don't even know. It's yeah. It sounds like I'm just like. Did he really punch it there? He really the sw- the swear word. Even listen to how he. Can you start the clip from the beginning? Yeah. Even absolutely. listen to how he. He they gets, call them all season tires. They shouldn't call them all season tires. All season tires are good for California. Wow. Oh, that's a thick Canadian accent. And then just it? right at the end, the eastern part, my favorite. Tires on your car. Tires in your car. Tires in your car. That's a nominee for Terry of the Month right there. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was looking back at this, the news stories from the past week, and uh, there was a fairly big one that we didn't address on the show. I'm sure by now you heard about the NBA All-Star Game this past weekend, mm-hmm. and um, the, the Canadian National Anthem was, was sung by Julie Black, Canadian singer. Yes. And she took the liberty of changing just one small word in the Canadian Anthem. Uh, instead of our home and native land, she sang our home on native land. So yeah. just one word difference, but it really changes the meaning of the lyric. And you and I, didn't, we didn't talk about this. No. We saw it. Yep. We didn't talk about it. And I, I mean, I, I do have an opinion on it, but I figured rather than share my opinion, I wanted to point this out. I think with a story like this, the people who hold the power in our, in our world, our elected officials, some of the wealthiest people, I think they just love a story like this because it means we're going to fight about that for a week instead of putting them in the hot seat where they belong. Mm. You know? Yeah. We have I limited, see what you're saying. We have limited bandwidth to yeah. to follow the news and to really care about the things that are happening. And the more we argue about whether or not Julie Black was right to change this line in the anthem, yeah. the less energy we have to hold any of these other people accountable. Hmm. These people who are rinsing us, you as we like to say. see it as a distraction. Well, yeah, not necessarily a... A deliberate one. I'm sure Julie's intentions were good. Absolutely. But I think the more play this gets in the news, the less heat it takes off, you know, the people who are really pulling the strings here. Mm. So, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised 
if eventually the federal government moves to change that lyric permanently. Yeah. Um, actually, I, you're right. I because didn't even think about that. That's a whole lot easier than actually improving Indigenous issues, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it would get a whole lot more play, play in, in social media and in the news. Yep. The Fangler and Shauna Podcast. I know nobody asked for my opinion on it, but I'm going to give it to you anyways because this is the Pisscast. Yep. Um, I think, so, so, so the lyric she changed, uh, our home and native land to our home on native land. She's not wrong. Nope. That is, that is factual. Totally. Uh, I mean, other than the fact that we typically don't call indigenous people native anymore. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was originally their land for sure. So yeah, she said she, she talked and consulted with some indigenous people and asked what they felt about this and yeah. got their opinions. And they and were then okay with it. There. Yeah. Um, so the I mean, in that sense, I have no problem with the line. I'm never crazy about people taking the anthem and changing it to make a statement though. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it when that goober from the tenors did it back at the MLB All-Star Game in 2016. Do you remember that, where he changed the one line to All Lives Matter and held up a sign, and then he got kicked out of the group and stuff? I was just like, I don't know. I don't really like when people take the initiative to do that. And nobody really likes that. Like, everybody is so particular about the anthem. Like, think about even just singing the anthem and people's stylistic singing choices. Not even touching the lyrics, but just the way they sing it and how critiqued they get for doing that. Or if you accidentally pooch pooch a lyric. Then you're never going to live it down, yeah. So, I mean, even if I agree with Julie Black on that sense, I don't, I'm not crazy about you know, activism in the anthem. Mm-hmm. Then again, I'm not crazy about the anthem at sporting events in general. I'd rather yeah. see it done away with. I know. So, and then we wouldn't have these sorts of things popping up. It is true. Yeah. It's a very old school thing we still do. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the big shows of patriotism at sporting events. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not not down with it. Then there's always some Terry who's freaking out because you didn't take your hat off during the anthem. You know, the hat police. Yep. Hat, we would do hat cops here if we hat still did cops. cops. Yeah, but we don't. Um, <laughs> take your hat off. I'm like, what's more disrespectful, Terry? The hat or are you freaking out during it? It's funny. I um, I don't I don't mind that necessarily. Like when you go to an allegiant, uh, a legion rather, they will still tell you to take your hat for off. For sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Out of respect, but. But yeah. I mean, Terry swearing at someone to take their hat off yeah, during the anthem. That's, please don't. Yeah, no. Is that respectful, Terry? No. Yeah, I don't know. Just don't know if we need the anthem at sporting events anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. You didn't ask my opinion, you got it. There it is. <laughs> you know where else we don't have to listen to Backler's opinion? <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Midtown. In Airdrie. In Airdrie. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, it's very lots of walking bridges, great places to walk around there. Centrally located. I will Centrally not come located. to your house to give you my opinion unsolicited. You sure will? You'll have to seek it out Yeah. No. on a podcast such as And if as he this. does, you don't have to answer the door. You so. really don't. <laughs> Just leave me standing in the cold. In fact, you won't hear it if he's knocking because, again, great, great soundproofing. Well, the door, you will hear a knock at the door. If I'm knocking on the other side of the wall of a Shane Holmes paired home. You won't hear it. Then you won't hear it. Because of that next level soundproofing. You could also just, yeah, you ignore the door, it's fine. Shane Holmes also builds single family detached homes in Midtown and Lane Homes as well. So if you're interested, they're in the final phase. Get on it, shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes is the better way to build. The and Shauna Podcast. Ski resorts are starting to use the dynamic pricing model. Oh, yes. So you know how like hotels charge more on weekends or flights are more expensive on long weekends? Well, that's called dynamic pricing. Yes, concert tickets, big uh-huh. one. Ski resorts are starting to do the same thing. So now if you go on weekends, you're paying more. And a place like Whistler, the difference is absolutely insane. Like, they also use this term to explain, as you said, why concert tickets will skyrocket. And then they go, no, no, it's 
quote unquote dynamic pricing. Yes. You know what term I hate, Beckler? <laughs> dynamic pricing. Dynamic ticket pricing. You make it sound nice. It sounds not too bad. You're like, what does this mean? Dynamic pricing. No, no. They need to change what they call it to something that really reflects what it is, which is we're trying to rinse your pricing. Right. Okay? Because the, the, the truth that's obscured by the term dynamic ticket pricing is that it's not going to be less. Nope. It could be more. Yes. And it likely will be more if yes. demand is high. But if there's no demand, it's you're not going to get a ticket for like two bucks because there's no demand. That's their there's explanation. Still a, their base ticket price. Yeah. And then if there's demand, they can justify raising it. Oh, yes. We're on a dynamic pricing model. That's why your concert ticket is now $3,000. Yeah. Okay. So with this dynamic pricing model, you can either pay full price for the ticket or you can pay full multiples of food 2000. full price. Yep. Oh, that sounds really nice. I know. That's, that's, I've been blown away by some of the ticket prices. It's insane. That I've seen lately for, you know, for concerts and stuff. Like when she said the tickets for Nickelback started at $324. That was dynamic pricing, that's by the way. madness. It's insane. It is madness. I couldn't believe it. I saw that and I had to stare at it for several minutes to understand why that was the case. But there we were. How much are Springsteen tickets? Have those gone completely crazy under the dynamic ticket pricing model? I saw somebody post a, a screenshot of them and there were like $4,000 for certain Springsteen <laughs> tickets. I did see some people got some for fairly reasonable as well, so I okay. don't know what's going on there. But Good. again, well, hopefully with some blue collar folks can get in there to see Bruce. Dynamic pricing. You better be careful because as they sell out, they're just going to keep jacking the prices. Yeah. No, call it, never... I'm getting rich off your pricing, okay? Yeah. That's what it should be called. Uber surge pricing? Yeah, give me all your money yeah. pricing. Is, yes. It's never a really good deal. No. They still have their base price. Just this allows them to also charge way more than the base price. Yes. So yes, this is just inflation <laughs> of pricing. Okay, call it that. It's not dynamic. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. This is pretty quick and stupid. But friend of the show, Jamie Lee, sent me this video of a dude. This is just there's three guys in their kitchen hanging out drinking, and the yeah. one guy's having a crazy laugh attack, and he's got one of those laughs. One of those laughs. When you hear it. Okay, I want to hear it. <laughs> I <laughs> 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 can't breathe. Oh can't my breathe. god, <laughs> that is phenomenal. <laughs> oh, that is just. Oh, I love a laugh like that. Oh man, so genuine. Yeah. So he didn't even breathe once throughout that whole. He's going to die. I want to hang out with that guy so bad. As somebody with a unique laugh, it sounds like a McDonald's straw going through a cup, as yes. we discussed many times yes. before. Yes, I like that. I respect you. This this kind of reminded me of that clip we played a while ago. Where Was it a, a French TV show? Yes. Where they put all those people with weird laughs in one room and let them just go nuts? Okay, I have the clip here because I know this is just, just listen. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, hold on. Like what? They just can't stop. One starts laughing and they're all Beckler and Shauna podcast. For Atlas Pizza, this is the Friday morning pizza chat. Come on up, pizza's rising. Come on up, pizza's rising. Come on up, pizza's rising. This is 
a new one. I don't know if I know it. What's the song? It's for Bruce, it's Bruce Spring, okay. Springsteen. Uh, I actually don't know the original song, which is... I only did that because, of course, Bruce Springsteen is coming to yeah. Calgary. It's a big deal right now. I thought it was topical, but I was like, I don't know what the original song is. Pizza okay. Rise. I'll look into that. What's now. on the docket on the chat today? I got some news. There's some pizza news right now. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm sure lots of people have known this and have, have heard of this recently, but Tim Hortons now has pizza. I saw that. It's a big deal. Yeah. I'm curious. I think you need to try it and you need to let me know how you feel. I, I'm not really interested in it. No? No. It's I, not your type of style of pizza Typically, I don't anyway. go to a coffee shop for my pizza. I know. So The whole thing is, is very strange, but I, I'm, yeah. I'm open to try it. Like, I love Tim Hortons. I go there yeah, every morning. Yeah, it's the worst so. that could happen. Right? Right. Yeah, even even my, bad pizza is still pizza. But. I know. Like, it's a flatbread style. I don't know. Anyway, so that one. Second, uh, the cost of making a pizza in Italy is skyrocketing. Is that just because of the cost of everything going up? It's more than any other dish there. They were talking about the comparison of things that you, to make a traditional margarita pizza, which Mm -hmm. of course is what Italians love, things like olive oil and the mozzarella, and those items in specific are more inflated than the rest. Really? And so the the conspiracy is, like, they know that Italians love their pizza. Are they trying to price gouge Italians because they know they're going to be using that stuff and making their pizzas? Well, because even here, like we've heard recently about how, oh, so inflation is slowing down and is expected to come down a bit, but food inflation is still increasing. And then in Italy, they have pizza inflation on top of that. They have pizza inflation. That is... That's criminal. Absolutely sacrilegious. Like, that is preposterous. Uh, You cannot do that to the Italians and their good love of pizza, okay? If that continues, I hope hope Italy rises up. I... (laughs) Pizza rising. Uh-huh. Italy rising. The anthem of the pizza uprising. <laughs> I came across this headline earlier this week. Evangeline Lilly, former superhero snob, turned down X-Men and Wonder Woman before the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. So, if you don't know, uh, Evangeline Lilly, the pride of Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta, and a former member of my list of top five hottest Canadians. Oh wow! She plays the she plays the character uh, Wasp in the Ant Man movies. If oh, you okay, seen yeah. It. But I'm she said her right now. She said in an interview recently that um, she had met with Joss Whedon about maybe playing Wonder Woman before, like a while ago. But she had no interest in that. Right. And then she was working with Hugh Jackman on another project, and he said that he was instructed by the X Men people to ask her if she'd have any interest in becoming. An X Men, and she said no. Said in fact, she didn't. Not only did she not want to be in a, a superhero movie, she didn't even want to watch them. So this is her quote from. She said, "I was often very critical of them, like I was known to mock them and treat them as lower forms of entertainment until Marvel came around." Okay, then. And I think you know there. I mean, the superhero movies are so commercially successful. Yes. But I think there are lots of people who kind of look down their noses at any superhero. Absolutely. Movie, and I like them. Mm-hmm. I enjoy them. Yeah. Um. I mean, it is kind of the same story over and over again, but it's lots of fun. Yeah, it is. Um, so, superhero movie snobs. Yeah, here we are. Are a real thing, according to Evangeline Lilly. Oh, superhero film. I, too, remember when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> Any movie rendition of an original comic departs far too far from the original material. 
Yes, well, superhero films have devastated the media, a medium of film. Never again shall we see the likes of Casablanca or Citizen Kane. <laughs> a superhero movie is like the boxed wine of booze. Why consume the cheap stuff when you can have a fine Chardonnay? Yes, well, I've managed to remain arrogantly unaware of all superhero culture. Tell me, who is this... Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) Superhero movies are just an excuse for the uneducated to drive popcorn into their giant gut first. Do you need me to retrieve that popcorn kernel that's stuck up your nose, too? Yes. Yes, please do. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get it. It's really stuck up there. (laughs) The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Beckler, I'm not sure how often you book flights or if it's your wife, McKenna, that does it more. Never. Okay. I never do. I fly like once a year and when we do, McKenna books it. Yeah, fair. Um, I've noticed something about flights these days. So there are multiple options when you buy a flight, right? There's always like basic, which is the the cheapest option, and then there's economy and business class, and it goes up from there. Well, airlines really don't want you to pick the basic or the cheapest option. So now when you try to, you're like, okay, I want the most affordable, which I always do. It says, are you sure you want to purchase this option? And then you click yes, okay. And then it says, if you do, it means you can't do all of these things. And then it lists off a number of disadvantages for that option. And you're like, okay, still fine. (laughs) Then it reverts back to the more expensive option. So if you're not paying attention, it will then just redirect you to the more expensive option anyway. And then yesterday, I noticed a new prompt. They now make you click, I will not want to cancel for any reason before they let you book. Are you allowed to cancel with the higher? Yes. Like with the higher fares? Mm-hmm. Okay. You are. Uh, yeah. But not the lowest fare. Not the lowest okay. fare. Yeah. So you have to spend significantly more money to, to have the more flexible options. They just don't want you picking this basic, clearly. I was like, how many more of these warnings are we going to have to go through? <laughs> if you're not paying attention, you won't be able to get to that basic flight. Like, I'll still miss it knowing how it works now. And they're making it just such a complicated thing. They really just don't want you on those flights. Wow. So, yeah. I wonder if part of it is then when you go to cancel, they could be like, no, we warned you like like six times. One warning is good enough, though, and that stands (laughs) up legally. You don't have to keep doing it. But they're clearly trying to funnel you back toward the more expensive flight. They want you to spend more money. Interesting. I was like, okay, so these warnings are just going to keep going then. So now it's just under no circumstance will I cancel this flight. You know? (laughs) Do I agree? Agree to terms. I promise (laughs) that even if somebody dies, this flight will be taken. Okay. If I die, I will ensure my lifeless body still gets on this flight. <laughs> Strap my cadaver into seat 25E. I will have peanuts and a Diet Coke, please. If the world explodes and humans are extinct, I will find a time travel machine and still board this flight. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. It's been a while since we talked about baseball. Yeah. Being the off season and it being like it is outside. Totally. Uh, but this, I saw this story the other day. That, so I'm a Red Sox fan. Yeah. Uh, and they have a young first baseman named Tristan Casas. He was a rookie last year. He was called up, but he's supposed to be a big part of the future of the team. But uh, this story uh, that came out was about how he pissed off some of the veteran players on the team because they didn't like his pregame ritual. Oh. So they said he would nap in the clubhouse, and then he would go out to the field, and just in like a pair of shorts, no shirt, he would stretch. He would do his stretching routine, and he would lay in the sun Mm. and tan a bit before the game. And some some of the veteran players didn't like this. They didn't like this. 
Baseball is a rookie. very traditional sport. Oh, and doing something like that, yeah. I could see why that would rub a few people the wrong way. Yeah. Here, here's what he said. He said, I don't necessarily like caffeine. I don't drink coffee or energy drinks. I feel better after I get some sunlight on my body. And that's what I do. Hilarious. Um, I like the body sunlight. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of fans were like, well, this isn't a big deal. But I, I mean, without knowing the culture of a team, yeah. it, it's tough to say. Uh, but I know a couple guys who would really like that that shirtless sunbathing there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a beautiful night in the ballpark, and Red Sox rookie Trist- Tristan Casas is performing his pregame ritual in the outfield. Says he likes the way the sun feels on his body. I like the way the sun looks on his body, Buck. Well, apparently some of the veteran players don't. They believe this is baseball, not some hippie music festival. Frankly, I'd like to see more of his body. His pectorals are beautifully tanned, but I bet those thighs are pale as the tender tints that blush upon a baby's cheek. Just a reminder that Tuesday night, my broadcast partner will be at the ballpark a bit early to catch warm-ups. I'll be doing some field research prior to the game. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? You want to go first, Shauna? Yeah, it's pretty quick. Um, I learned that marijuana users have a lower BMI. And better healthy cholesterol. There was On a, average? Yeah. There was a study done, and it was a significant decrease in BMI and bad cholesterol for those who smoked marijuana versus really? those who didn't. Yeah. Now, is, that, is that a correlation or causation thing? I, well, the funny thing is, is that they talk about how, I mean, the whole, the munchies. Yeah, people dummy snacks when they get They said that it even shows like that on average, they will increase their calories by 600 calories a day or something, but still have better Huh. Yeah, cholesterol. So that surprises me. Very, yeah, me people too. dummy munch when they get high. Totally. So. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You eat all kinds of junk. I but wonder yes. if yeah, I wonder if we'll see more interesting studies like that now that it's legal here. Just because I'm sure it's a will. little easier to study when it's not. Definitely. Yeah. Not illegal. Uh, anyway, we were talking last week about the Chinese spy balloons. Yes. If you believe in them. <laughs> Friend of the show, Bryce, said he was catching up on our on our piss cast, and he sent me this message. I didn't know this, but in during World War II, the Japanese tried to send firebombs over to the United States via balloon. Oh. They launched over 9,000 of these things. They were called Fugos. Wow. Um, and it was like an incendiary balloon, and it floated across across the ocean. And some of them made it here, but I guess the the United States didn't really talk about it at the time because they didn't want to let the Japanese know that they were successful in getting their balloons this far. Wow. So it wasn't a news story or anything. Um, and they weren't real successful. They There were six people that were killed when a fire was started, I think, in Ohio, Oregon, um, when one of them landed. Wow. But other than that, like they mostly landed in places where they didn't ignite. Or And you just think about how rural it is here. Like, there's so much space in Canada and the United States. Yeah. The chances of you hitting a populated area seems so small. No, you may have pissed off a cow or two, but... <laughs> that's, about, that's, that's about it. That's about um, it. But they were, they, they were essentially the first intercontinental weapon system. Wow. These, uh, these weather balloons with bombs strapped to Jeez. them. Yeah, the okay. Fugo balloon. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to what? Whatever device you use. Later. Later.